What's going on? It's about to get all kinds of random up in here because our name is Random Fandom with Brandon Brandon and it's our podcast, our FWBB 139 in your ears and out of our mouths, out of our mouths into your ears. Well, out of our mouths, into a recording device, into a computer, out of speakers, into your ears. Very scientific process and you know what? Not only into a recording device, but let's welcome in the newest member of the Random Fandom with Brandon Brandon family. It's our new recording device. Uh, we actually got a little feedback, um, and I'm 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 not too proud to to not bring it up, saying or that to our, hide it. Our audio yeah, sounded a little weak, and it was bad, a little yeah. rough. So we uh, we tried to address it, and thanks to the magic that is Black Friday and Cyber Monday. You know what was nice about what actually has been nice about Black Friday and Cyber Monday. I don't have to feel gross anymore. I remember like going out to stores was yeah. the thing. And yeah. Well, it, for better or for worse, that's just not the case anymore. But you can still get the deals. I, there's really, if you think about it, there's no Black Friday anymore. It's, no. like, a, it's like a week or two. And and they're all the same price. This is what makes it very difficult though. Like I was, I was looking for a new laptop. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if the deal that I could see there on Wednesday... Is going to be the same deal that I see on Thursday or actual Black Friday, or if I couldn't tell if the Black Friday deal was going to be the same as like say Saturday or Sunday or Cyber Monday deal. You know what I mean? Like it's like now we're in this full month of cheap sales, which I love. Yeah. But I never know if I'm getting the best price now. I mean, a- you, you used to always be able to count on one day. That one day, if you would get up early, you get the best price. But Having worked retail, I'm kind of glad it's gone. And Modest Yahoo was able to count on one day as a hit single. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Modest Yahoo fans. Maybe you're a fan of the movie Bullet Train. Maybe we were. Maybe we weren't. We're going to talk about it. It is the subject of our episode today. Uh, it's right around the holiday times that this is coming out, so that is our gift to you. Furthermore, <laughs> we also have a gift to give to our listeners, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So, you know, we just talked about this brand new recording equipment that we we got high tech and we can't do that without our fake sponsors forking up some money to help us and to that point this fake sponsor is all about forking out money for others who might need some help would you agree i would agree yeah Um, this is something that's very dear to us and so we hope that you guys give it a listen and see what moves you your hearts swell with tears because that's where tears go yeah when you care no, absolutely. And, uh, Your heart sinks. So uh, please enjoy, or don't enjoy. Please be moved. Be moved by this fake sponsor. Little Bolivian kids. I am so poor. I know the man. So pobre. Little Bolivian kids doing just the best they can. Harvesting corn from the land. If you sign up today and make a charitable donation at littlebolivianKids.org, you can help these little Bolivian kids realize their full potential and become full-fledged Bolivians. Little Bolivian kids, I think that one only has one hand. Little, bo- oh, he's coming over here. Oh, 
No, 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 no. Keep believing in the Bolivians. If not, they'll face total obliteration and fade into oblivion. It depends on you. This little Bolivian kid. The one that's missing a hand. This, uh, get away from me, goddamn. That little Bolivian kid. .org. They're just trying so hard. <laughs> oh, God. I can... Oh, it's like... I wonder what the corn to pay... Is it pesos? <laughs> I don't know the currency of Bolivia. I just feel like... You know when you watch that like beautiful MasterCard commercial and you just can't help but cry? I feel like that's... MasterCard, Lion King, Little Bolivian Kids. They all just... They all do that, you know? They, they just tug on my heartstrings. God, I... I wish the best for these little guys. Yeah. And gals and non-binary individuals <laughs> from Bolivia. All right, All let's right. get on topic. Bullet Train. Bullet Train. A movie that came Bolivian out this summer. Train. And, and I actually remember seeing from the previews that I wanted to see it. Never ended up happening in theaters. And then Netflix, like, on the pickup was like, hey, cool, we got you. It was uh, not too far after it felt like it was already out for purchase and streaming that it was on Netflix. Yeah. And, I, geez, did they let you know right away, hey, everything suggests top 10. I don't think it really did that well in It didn't seem theaters? like it ended up being so, a yeah. smash. But then again, what is theaters nowadays? You know what I mean? It, honestly, think about it. Theaters only matter for the summer blockbuster Huge types. Movies. Like, right, like Black Panther or whatever. Yeah. Not Black Adam, apparently. Nah, that's fine. We'll but, find it on HBO Max. Isn't it on HBO Max, if not now, very soon? soon? Yeah. I don't think quite yet. But so that's a future podcast. We'll see if it's yeah, as absolutely. where we actually fall amongst you know the critical consensus. But yeah. where did you find yourself falling among... Actually, would you mind doing just a little quick little dab on... Uh, go to Rotten Tomatoes real quick and see uh, what the... I know it's definitely a more of a critically pan... Not pan, but it's more favorably reviewed amongst the users than it is the critics mm. imagine it's a yeah not a hugely <clears throat> divisive movie 54 percent uh critics 70 per six 70 per six 76 percent uh fan oh, yeah. vote so or fan score yeah what did you think all right so i think i'm actually quite a bit higher than I, I know I'm quite a bit higher than the the tomato meter, which is, you know, the critics. Yeah. But I'm pretty in line, if not maybe even a little higher th with the audience score. Now, cool. I saw this on a plane. So I think a, a movie <laughs> like this... There's a bullet this, train plane? No, it was, it, was a, it was a regular plane. Oh. There's no such thing as a train plane, bro. Oh. Man. I, that's why I didn't Come like on. this movie. I didn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why aren't they flying? Yeah. So, I think it was, for me, this was actually a really good, entertaining, plane movie. I'm wondering, though, for myself, does the plane aspect change it for me? You know what I mean? When no, I, I inherently, it's a very intangible thing, not something you can directly point to or quantify, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because when for you're lack on a plane, of anything else. I was on like a 15-hour flight. Yeah. Maybe I was just so happy to have some sort Something. of entertainment. Yeah. Planes are actually getting really good about that, by the way, now. You know, like almost, I mean, anytime you're on a longer flight, they just got a whole bunch of movies that you can choose from. It's kind of nice. Yeah. But this was one of them, and I did watch it. I was 
pretty pretty entertaining the entire time. Were you entertained? Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. I was pretty entertained the entire time. Yeah. And I uh, I think it was kind of at that moment, that perfect thing that I was looking for. So for me, I, I think I'm higher than the 76% on the audience score. What did you like about the movie? What what worked for you? Where were you at as far as your overall enjoyment? I think what I liked, well, first and foremost, the characters. I think the characters were quite good. Mm-hmm. It was definitely just, you know, when you have that oddball cast of unique characters and, and they all come together and they, they, they might fight, but then they might have to work together. But then I think that along with what I saw was pretty clever writing and directing mm-hmm. to make to make things just kind of fun and action-packed at the same time, while also seeming sort of slapstick and silly. I think it blended it all well together. All that being said, I can see why somebody maybe was looking for more of like this quality story or something, you know, or real polished um, higher budget action stuff. And this wasn't that. Certainly. So I can see how some people would be disappointed in that sense. What about you? What did you think? At no point was I, I was like, this movie sucks. But I, I just kept waiting for it to pull me in. And I never quite got there. Mm-hmm. I I see what you're saying about the characters. I actually thought there was too many characters that just, you didn't know what their motivations were. There was no development with these characters. They're just a bunch of goofy, always knew what to say, had the right cool lines and zingers all the times. It felt like it was trying to be a throwback to like Snatch in a way, like where characters are like just super hip and cool and know how to like just get that that gotcha line and zing people. And they have like one named characters, you know, but why was Brad Pitt named Ladybug? Why was he not? Was why was he opposed to killing? Well, they do go into the whole ladybug thing about how it means something different to different people in different lores, oh. and so some people were like, "Oh, that makes sense." Whereas some people were like, "Why are you called ladybug? It doesn't make sense." This movie just, as far as like the the plot and the pacing, just felt like a bunch of moments, not a coherent story for me. Um. And then the fact that they were trying to do like some Tarantino type storytelling, you know, with like flashbacks, but then present and it just jumped around all the time. And it felt also like it was just a bunch of actors up against a green screen It's a very isolated, probably cheap to make movie. Hmm. You know what I mean? Did it look that way to you? Did it, it didn't look great either. Some of the really? special effects okay. were like very well, noticeably. I'll admit behind I'm the times. on a, you know, little probably a f- 15 inch screen. Yeah. Where you know, I'm on, on the plane. watching on my big one. So to me, it looked fine. I, I just thought that they were just, like, they just brought characters on screen for you to say, oh, that's that guy or that girl. And then they're, like, gone or dead. Like, the, the Zazie Beats, she was the, the snake poison. The hornet. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Which, by the way, hornets don't have poison. They have nah, venom. But I guess snakes have venom. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like... What was her character? She just calls everyone bitch and then dies five minutes later. Sure, you're that pointing out the one character that I thought was kind one. of dumb. I she, I don't know which characters you thought were dumb. I thought a lot of them were dumb. I no, thought, no, but I'm I'm just pointing out like she's the she's the one that I would point to and say that character. Even though I liked the snake thing, I liked the way that they stabbed each other with the venom and then. Why would she stab him with the antidote? 
She didn't stab him with the antidote. Okay, I didn't understand that. He stabbed her with venom, and then he's like, you have 30 seconds before, you know, basically all this shit happens and you die. He knew she was going to grab the antidote, because she is obviously going to carry one with her. And right when she goes to grab it for herself, he grabs her hand and sticks in his in his neck. Oh. So he, he forced it, the antidote on himself, and then she died immediately afterwards. Anyway... That was the one character only because the bitch part. I thought it was kind of just stupid and cheesy. The rest of it I liked. Yeah, I thought uh, the there was the lemon and the tangerine, like the assassin brothers, yeah. quote unquote. I thought his accent, the uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson kid who was kick-ass, that's what I remember him for. I thought his accent was so bad sounding. Oh, that was kick-ass. Yeah. Wow. He's been in Godzilla and other movies, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, oh, and he was Quicksilver, of course. How could we forget in Age of Ultron? I don't know how I haven't put all of those yeah. characters together with one person. It was a very huh. like unique, diverse cast. But yeah, and then when they tried to do the storytelling at the end with the guy wanted to let his son die because he caused his mother's death. And it was the mother's death that was caused by the guy that Brad Pitt was supposed <clears throat> to be that night or covered for that night. or something. Uh, It just got very confusing. And this movie was long. You're on a plane, so. Yeah, to probably... me. I'm like, keep going, movie. No, and I understand that. <laughs> And I really do think you you watched it on a curve in a state of mind in a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just I couldn't wait for this movie to end. I and will, it felt I, like it went on forever. Okay. See, to me, it didn't feel like it went on forever. I I I made sense of the story. I made sense of the characters. I I will say this. Yes, I admit I was probably watching it on a curve. Yeah. The curve was not strong, super strong, because I started watching Jurassic Park Dominion. And then shut it off a half hour in because I was like, this Yeah, is, I made it about 40 This minutes. is, I would rather just sit here and... And you're a Jurassic Park Sniff the fan. fat person that's taking up the armrest next to me. Why would you talk about your wife like that? <laughs> you should specify then. Okay. If you're worried. The man that was next to me that was very large and had his arm literally in my seat. Fair. In my pants. At your request. <laughs> yeah, my request. <laughs> Best flight ever. Yeah, helps pass the time. Uh, um, yeah, I just I, I just feel like there just wasn't a lot to this movie. It was just like, hey, and the ultra violence. It, you know what it felt like to me between like the intentionally super sharp characters who always know what to say and zing each other, right? And the ultra violence, and it felt a lot like Deadpool, which I like Deadpool, but this wasn't Deadpool. And it, well, shit, Ryan Reynolds was in this movie. Remember, him and Jane Tatum both had, like, pointless cameos for just, oh, yeah. like, ten seconds. That's right. Yeah. Man, they got paid see, more for that than we will in, like, three years. Right, I know. Yeah. So, I... Dicks. I don't know. They're, they're, I like how every... Every character was unique. And that's... The, this was that type of movie. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't meant to be a realistic depiction of a bunch of hired thug no, and, murderers. I, and i could tell and right from the previews originally comic what, book what it was going for and know? i just thought it didn't do it well it, it reminded me in some ways of something like a kill bill right where every character is a little bit exaggerated and comic booky it did and have then, kill bill vibes to it and yes then how, especially like, with the black mamba yeah yeah right and then there are certain characters that um they have like like you know that that way of killing like a way a signature. Doing things like a signature. Thank you. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And, but I, I also thought 
though I'm not saying it's a super clever story, I liked how things all kind of tied together and made sense with the woman who was kind of dressed like an old, like a young schoolgirl and and trying to show off that she was innocent, but really was like a killer. But then she turns out she's the daughter of the White Death. The White Death. Yeah, yeah that's right. Michael Shannon. And and how there's this there's several subplots within the plot, but they all did I thought tied together. I thought they revealed it pretty well. Sure. Is it is it a movie that I'm gonna remember next year? No. But was I entertained for the two hours that it was, or maybe a little bit more? Yeah, it definitely was. Okay. Yeah, to me, this movie <laughs> was just about Flash. Yep. It didn't have a lot of substance. It had style, but... Oh, and, and then it breaking away for, like, the animation mid-movie to explain what, like, the big, you know, sponsored thing was that the... Uh, yeah, it just... It, it was very unfocused, mm-hmm. too. Uh, mm-hmm. It was fine, but I'm not going to watch it again. Um I'm not going to remember it. So I think between the two of us, what we're trying to tell you guys is watch this movie, like this movie, if you're on a plane. This is a good movie if you're on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But only if you're on a plane. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, so, honestly, I think it's one of those, if you've got two hours to kill and you want to just be mindlessly entertained, yeah, it's it's worth a watch. But you're probably saying no. Oh, from the director of Deadpool 2. Was I kind of on it right there? We're just... Uh, oh, yeah. We happen to be on IMDb, and it's just silently playing the trailer. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's what it felt like. It felt... And I said that earlier. Like, it felt like it was trying to be Deadpoolish, and, yeah, well, then I'm not surprised. But if I want to watch Deadpool, or even Deadpool 2, I'll watch either of those movies before I watch this again. Yeah. So... I get that. Yeah. Uh, you want to give it a rating? I know you do. 76 is what... The audience score is, and I said I'm a little bit more than that. So we plus or minus 7.5. 7. 7.5. I'm going to go with a... <laughs> I was about to say a solid 8, and then I realized that sounds gross. I'm going to go with a 7.9. Why are we getting all decimal down? <laughs> because if we're talking the 76 is a 7.6, then I'm a 7.9. I'm a little bit more than that. I'm sticking with it. That's it. 7.9. Alright. Uh, to me, this wasn't like, like fail, but uh, like five and a half. If okay, so you're scale. on the... Yeah, that's... You're that's, in line with the critics, yeah. I guess, but somewhere that, that doesn't fully translate just... Because ah, that's a... No, I know. That's a, what do they call that? An yeah. aggregate thing. Yeah, I, I just know. I just wanted to like this movie more than I did based on the trailers. I get that. Yeah. So okay. it goes. Alright, well, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, very just singularly focused today for our 139th episode. We'll be back. Uh, we have a lot of topics in the works that are we're working out to finish and talk to you about, talk to each other about for the first time. So, yeah, definitely a reason to yeah, come back. Here's what we got up. Probably. We're going to have to see Black Panther Wakanda forever eventually. We can I try think... this by the end of the year to do these. Sure. Lay it on me. Four. Okay. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. This is a lot. for. Okay. Especially because you have commitment issues. Right, I yeah. do. So, but the juice ain't it, so, so that makes, gives me optimism. House of Dragons. I know you finished it a while ago. I am one episode away. I'll be done soon. I will wait. I, I'm Mumford and Sons in right now. I will wait. I will wait for you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Remember when we dressed up like Mumford and Sons for your wedding? I, I've never worn it. I'm not... I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not like, a, wait, what? I'm not a vest guy. 
Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was nice. And then here, here's the other ones that I would love to do. Okay. Maybe we can knock them out in one, at once. We've got a year in review, but let's do a year in review from music. I'm sorry, music. Yep. <laughs> I chose the one thing that we don't. From movies, TV, and video games. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, are you? Do you suppose by then you'll have uh, a fully painted and realized picture of God of War Ragnarok to be able to speak upon? Oh, no. No, no, no. It's, yeah. Where are you at with that? I'm still in the entry level, entry level, entry, and be, <laughs> like beginning. I just started this job in <laughs> just, Nilf Winter or whatever it's called. So the problem with, okay, I, th- that game came out and it's great, but I've also been playing a bunch of other things. Overwatch, um, what's the Rick and Morty one that came out? High on Life. High on Life came out, started playing that. Um, there's just a bunch of like smaller, kind of more indie games and I've, that I always put like a couple hours in and then give up on. Yeah. Um, it's the American way. Yeah. So I, I feel like I have a lot on the video game plate. And uh, I'm definitely not going to finish that anytime this year. Gotcha. But that's not to take away from what you're saying. Yeah, let's do a little year in review. Separate categories. Give them each category a little time that it deserves. And that is why you should come back. Uh, also, uh, I have... What could be considered, and I, what I hope you'll consider, an awesome quote in Geek History. Now, oh. it's, it's not conventional. It's not from anything, really. But it's still pretty awesome. And sometimes we go outside the parameters of the stuff we cover and talk about accordingly. Okay. Have you ever heard what it is to hear a Turkish man meowing at an egg? I have. It's this episode's awesome quote in Geek History. Turkish man yelling at an egg. Take it away. Meow! Which, I believe, what we just heard translates <clears throat> to, if you want to email us... Please do so. Yes, in Random Turkish. Fan- yeah, of course, obviously. Oh, there's only one way. Or in cat. I don't know. Yeah. And don't forget about those little Bolivian kids. Little. Uh, uh, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Love to hear from you. Uh, we to- will not be on Twitter for a while because fuck Forever. that. All right, guys. Thank you for being a fan of our fandom. And stay geeky. <laughs>